Eat your salad oil so you get horny. Scrub the floor so you're not too horny and turn into a sexual vampire. And don't talk like a fucking slut in bed. (laughs) Hey guys, my name is Emma Austin and you're listening to Pillow Talk, a podcast where I sit in bed with my husband and gab about sex and shit. You've been watching a lot of thrilling movies lately. I have. Yeah. <laughs> For a long time, you you didn't want to watch like anything remotely. I don't even want to say scary. <laughs> I want to say remotely like heart pumping, exciting. Yeah. Anything with any suspense or thrills, uh-huh. you would like stay away. I have a really, I well, I did. I have a really hard yeah. time watching stuff like that because I felt like I was just on the edge of my seat mm-hmm. the entire movie. And I had a lot of like intrusive thoughts after yeah. I watched scary movies. And I don't like like jump scares. I still don't like jump scares. Sure, sure. But I have noticed that since I started Prozac, I can handle things a bit better. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't have as many intrusive thoughts. So I'm starting to like go back and watch all the scary movies that I skipped. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's been really fun. You seem to be enjoying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You've been complaining. Uh, you know, last week you started complaining you didn't have anything to watch. I, yeah, I was really bored. So I started looking into like options for you. And I went, I was like, well, there's like dramas, mm-hmm. dramedies romantic comedies mm-hmm. and then you'd end up picking something like sci-fi with like a lot of action well i really instead. like disaster movies so that's what i'm always aiming for but disaster mm-hmm. movies are often sci-fi now you know i i just realized now you you didn't like anything suspenseful or whatever but you love disaster movies what, what's up with that disaster movies why why was that i think it's tolerable? i love them enough that um, i put up with being tense yeah <laughs> But yeah, so I've been watching a lot more movies that I I originally was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't watch that. That's too scary. But, and I'm doing all right. But thanks to your medication, you can yeah, handle it. Yeah. I'm not like staying up all night thinking about scary scenes or Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's the thing. It was giving you like nightmares? It wasn't it was like daymares, like intrusive thoughts. <laughs> so like it would just So you'd be, replay like scary I'd stuff. I'd replay the, the scary moments, yeah. Or okay. like it, scenarios if it was like a home invasion movie. Then, then it would you be spend like, all night I'd be being th- like, okay, yeah. someone's going to invade the home. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, what's that sound? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny because you, <laughs> you've been saying that you can watch scary movies now, mm-hmm. but it's not like you're watching like The Strangers or something. You're watching like Maze Runner. Yeah. And like <laughs> things like <laughs> that. That was too scary. I haven't before. seen Maze Runner. I don't know how, what fright level it has, but it seems like YA kind of like. Yeah, it's YA, but it's got some like jump scares and things uh-huh. the jump scares i hate the most okay so anything that like catches you off guard yeah then you would have intrusive thoughts all night of like what if something catches me off guard? <laughs> yes i feel like i'm getting pretty good at like figuring out when a jump scare is coming most of the time now so i just yeah. like pick up my phone and play candy crush while i listen <laughs> that's good yeah that's good yeah. <laughs> you're getting some of that thriller literacy yeah you know you know what, what to expect mm-hmm. you know when it's just going to be a cat and when it's going to be like a a zombie or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I always thought you were like, I don't know. I I, I never understood your whole like intrusive thought thing mm-hmm. until like maybe like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And you, this was a time when I was staying up late a lot to work and I'd watch movies to pass the time because I'd be like working and then I'd need a break before going to bed. So I'd watch a movie, uh-huh. do some chores. And I, so it was like two in the morning and I was watching Bone Tomahawk, <laughs> which is like a kind of like a a Western horror. Okay. Like Wild West mm-hmm. Western, you know? And uh, it, it's got some, near the end, there's some really disturbing graphic and gory stuff, which I will not even describe because I think you will <sighs> not forgive me okay, for describing. <laughs> but then, you know, 
for like two or three days, every time I'd try to go to sleep, I would replay that in my head oh, and get uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that was the first time that I fully understood why you didn't watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't regret it, but I feel like if I'd known, if like I was going to sit down and think, this is a movie that will make me lose sleep and have intrusive thoughts, I would have watched something else. <laughs> So that's exactly, yeah. I get exactly where you're coming from now. And like any scary movie we used to watch used to do that to me. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and I tried to find some like really innocuous stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember saying like, Get Out doesn't, isn't that scary? And you watch the trailer and be like, nah, no, that's not gonna, no. that's gonna mess no, me that up. That looks terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like one jump scare, but that you, it's in the trailer yeah. and that was enough for you to be like, no, <laughs> can't, can't watch this. <laughs> no. Oh, well, you know, maybe you'll work your way up from Maze Runner to like... Maybe. Oh, I was going to say straight, like like home invasion movies, but maybe maybe yeah. not those. <laughs> I'm really not a fan. I mean, I like home invasion movies, but like they're too scary for me. Mm-hmm. Although maybe I could handle it now. We'll maybe, see. Maybe. I'll keep experimenting. Uh-huh. I got a lot of movies to catch up on. If you get to it, I'll, I'll watch Hush with you. I figured you would. I've enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I know how bad I, you I want me to watch terrify. it. Well, I just I just want an excuse to watch it again. I don't tend to rewatch movies, but when you yeah. want to watch something yeah. that I've seen, I'll watch it again. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I should rewatch movies more often. But then I need the dopamine of something new. Yeah, I want, my brain wants something it hasn't seen yet. <laughs> That's the thing is, I like watching new things for the dopamine, but I like watching rewatching things because I know, like, anxiety wise, they're safe. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You can pred- Oh, that explains it cuz I find like a lot of the TV series you like are like thrilling and I I mm-hmm. was sometimes I'm sometimes I'm surprised that you're watching something so action-packed. Usually I get sucked into it and then by then I'm like, "Well, I want to see what happens." So then I'll keep watching through the scary stuff. You said that about Maze Runner actually, right? Maze Runner now there's like said, zombies or something in you it. You said I'm in the <laughs> second part and there's zombies now and I wouldn't have watched this if I knew there were zombies, but it's too late. I'm hooked. <laughs> it's like Lost. Lost, I loved the first bit of Lost and then it got really <laughs> weird, but I couldn't get out. Like it's too late. I had to watch the whole thing. That's true. That was your whole narrative for Lost. You told me yeah. the first episode if it oh, had been yeah. five seasons of that, yeah. just like a plane, was it like a, a wreckage, like a yeah. plane crash, and they have to try to survive? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but it got weird real fast. Yeah. But you refused to stop watching. Like you no. watched all the way through yep. up to the ending that bothered you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You don't like ambiguous endings. No, Sometimes I don't. Sometimes we'll watch a movie and it ends fairly normally uh-huh but like a couple of loose strings have not been tied mm-hmm. and I you're just kind of like i want to know what happens i don't mm-hmm. i don't want any questions <laughs> i watched the snow piercer the other day and i was like it kind of ended in a boring way because mm. they they what they escape the train well they like they see a polar bear so they're like ah oh, there's life on earth yeah but only it's only like the girl and a kid uh-huh. like i don't know if everybody else died or if it's implied that they didn't die i don't know <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, the ending does make you think, like, are they even going to survive? Like, what's going to yeah. happen? You don't, you, yeah. There's no way to know. I like things to be tied up but nicely like, with a bow. You like them? Yeah. <laughs> it's that yeah. or you like series or like yes. sequels because yeah. then you, you want to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're not going to get to see what... Yeah. You have that problem with TV shows, too. Yeah. Sometimes we'll watch, like, three seasons of something and then the show gets canceled. I hate that. And you're really upset that they didn't tie up yeah. all of those ends. Like, you love a show that knows it's ending. Oh, yes. <laughs> for sure. And they're, like, planning so for that the best when it's ending, farewell. Yeah, they have, like, yeah. they're, they're going to close all the storylines <laughs> before sending you off into the great unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we should probably, like, talk about sex. Oh, okay. Is that, <laughs> is that what we're here for? <laughs> Unless you want to switch it and make it, like, a movie podcast. 
We did talk about movies on uh, on the bonus. On, That's on true, the, we did. On the Friends with Benefits episode. The last one was about Porks and Recreation, which mm-hmm. is the uh, Parks and Recreation parody porn. It was really good. Shit, do we just like... We probably will end up doing more parody porn stuff. Maybe that'll be Maybe. our movie podcast. <laughs> we'll just occasionally do a porn parody and, okay. and talk very intellectually about it. Mm. Like, Great. Like we did with Porks and Recreation. Let me know when we're going to do that again and I'll polish my Monaco. <laughs> I gotta be ready. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about movies. No. We're gonna talk about some old stuff. We're gonna go over yeah. some old school sex advice. Mm-hmm. This was an idea you had. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of ideas, you hand them to me and tell me to do the work. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> you told me to find some old school, like 1950s and earlier kind of mm-hmm. kind of sex advice to see yeah. what kind of stuff people were like recommended. Yeah. I thought that would be in interesting. Day, right? So I collected 10 pieces of, okay. of old-fashioned sex advice for us to, to talk about. Cool. Are you ready to dive in? I'm a little scared, but mm-hmm. let's see. We're going to talk about a book first that uh, I, I really want to get my hands on a copy of this. Okay. Just to have it on the bookshelf. You know, our friend Luke had a few books that he bought purely for novelty, mm-hmm. and he proudly showed them to me once, and I was so jealous. He had a book. <laughs> I remember one was... This old book called How to Exercise in a Suit. <laughs> like, you know, just books from the 40s and 50s yeah. that were like ridiculous. Oh, my and God. I just, I wanted books like that so badly, <laughs> but I never had the time to scour the dust bins of mm, <laughs> used yeah. bookstores for them. But if I ever do, I hope I find a copy of Thomas D. Horton's What Men Don't Like About Women from <laughs> 1945, which sounds like a real gem of oh, old school misogyny. <laughs> Do you want to hear what Thomas Horton has to say about women? Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> All right. Here's the first one. This is a bit of a long one to start us off with, but brace yourself for this. Okay. According to Thomas Horton, women frequently shock men with their talk in bed. They use words and expressions that are seldom used even in saloons. <laughs> their talk is so repulsive in other respects. They say such things as the following. Oh, darling, I've been with so many men, so I know, and I want to tell you that you are the best, really, darling. Tell me, darling... Do you like me better than the other women you've been with? It is truly astounding how many relatively decent women lose all control of their mouths and minds <laughs> when they jump into bed beside a man, but it is not astounding that most men don't like it at all. Oh. So there you go. So don't talk about the other men you fuck. Don't talk dirty. Don't, don't talk use, dirty don't at all. Don't use saloon type words. Not even saloon. It's worse. It's Oh, yeah. It's probably like from on the docks. Dirty, like, dirty ooh. skanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the brothel i mean we still have that problem right like when you're looking at your texts from the day before you know and oh so you're you like text something when you're horny then yeah. you look at it the next day and you're, and you're like, like well, i can't I believe i said <laughs> i can't believe i said i want you to gape me yeah big daddy <laughs> <laughs> that guy would fucking be rolling in his grave hearing <laughs> the way we talk now you probably never even heard the word gape no, they probably, probably didn't even not. say that at the saloon no probably not yeah <laughs> the women these days that's all they're about is the saloon the uh the old school locker room oh you mean like lock, locker room talk yeah. it used to be saloon talk 
I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay. You want me to get like red pill men's rights activists okay. on this? Um. <laughs> not, not sincerely. Okay. But this is, the, this is what I'm going to theorize. That people used to say the saloon, right? Because uh-huh. men would get together and drink there. Yeah. But then they started letting the women into the bars. Oh. Now you can't just go there and be a filthy bastard. <laughs> you got to go to the locker room with your boys. Yeah, that makes sense. The last refuge of men. <laughs> Where you all hang around naked. Yeah. Say dirty things to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fun, honestly. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty interesting. So men do not like women talking in the bedroom. Talking dirty. Talking dirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be demure. I mean, she was even like praising him and saying that he was the best. See, that's, that's not, not even good enough. That, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's off-putting. <laughs> I want to be the only one who has fucked her. Yeah. I think, well, you know, that's what happens when women get in bed and lose all sense. Yeah. Lose all control. Mm-hmm. We say some dirty shit. animals. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you do sometimes. Yeah. On a good day. On a good day. It doesn't bother me in the least. It's actually no. quite exciting. Oh, okay. So I can keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. You can even talk about all the dudes you fucked. It's oh, fine. Yeah. I don't even have to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually like, okay, so I, I want to say like this, you know, it's it's kind of sexist advice it's kind of like pandering to men's insecurities yeah but i routinely see shit like this Mm -hmm. still i still see a lot of people who are like really upset at the thought that you know she talks about her exes Mm -hmm. or she mentions guys she's fucked and like women who kind of like imply that you should really tell the guy you're with that he's the best you've ever had or else or it's going to make him like sad uh-huh. or like the biggest dick yeah. yeah like it's an insult to tell the truth <laughs> <laughs> i feel like statistically depends how many people you've been with i guess but statistically i feel like i'm not going to be like the best or biggest or whatever of any person i fuck mm-hmm. so you know it just it's just life there's more to life than being great at for sex. sure and also if you don't want to know the real answer don't ask you no know, it sounds like these guys aren't asking it sounds like these women are just losing their I mean, minds maybe they're just, just horny and blurting it these, out these 1940s women just blurting out everything <laughs> that comes through their dirty perverted minds uh-huh. and then they're i actually cut some stuff out that was about like i just i was with the two armenians last week and <laughs> you're better than them it's yeah Oof. i need to get this book Yes, I want to get a copy of this. Yeah, we should. I want to. I want to roast it, even on a per- <laughs> even just personally. I want to start my day reading the book. Yes, just taking a page <laughs> in and being like, ah, wow, the forties. <laughs> We've come such a long way, and yet in some ways haven't, because no. a lot of men still need. Yeah, little ego flattering, mm-hmm. little pandering. Mm-hmm. I'm not immune to that. I like being told nice things. Mm-hmm. I prefer the truth. <laughs> Do you want to hear some more from uh, Thomas D. Horton? And uh, sure. what men don't like about women, because I have a whole ass other quote oh, I from bet. this book. And this one is this. This is not for like bedtime at night. This is for okay. like once once the sex is over, mm-hmm. right? Like you've had your fun. Mm-hmm. It's the morning now. Okay. So what do you do in the morning? You make yourself scarce, because Thomas oh, Horton yeah. says, "Do not show your face until thirty minutes after your man wakes up. <laughs> Immediately after waking, what a man wants most is not to see or hear his beloved for at least fifteen minutes." preferably a half hour oh my god if more women knew this simple fact their love life would be happier <laughs> so what guys the don't like to wake up and see a broad right in the morning yeah did now this could be going so many ways is this like make sure you get yourself ready so that he doesn't see you without makeup on or yeah. is this like she does she get up and like make him breakfast or could she sleep could she keep because like i'll 
technically that's what we do. Like I just well, keep okay. sleeping when you get up. When and so I, you don't see my fucking ugly face so, <laughs> for a couple hours. <laughs> when I read this, that was my first thought was that actually this is our situation. Yeah. I don't see you first thing in the morning. For like two hours. For like two hours. Because I'll yeah. wake up and I'll go like brush my teeth. I'll work out. I'll mm-hmm. do I'll do whatever and I'll you'll still be asleep. I'll be snoozing away. Snoozing away getting spread eagle in the bed. Getting your beauty sleep. <laughs> you starfish the whole bed oh yeah okay (laughs) but you see me like almost first thing when you wake up yeah but we don't wake up next to each other no we never do no and apparently it's saving our marriage ah you know you know i do lay in bed for a little while i'm like i can't look at you yet (laughs) i look at my phone first (laughs) okay Oh, so even though you wake up, so my impression is like I'm I'm just like cooking breakfast. You yeah. walk down the stairs fresh from waking up. Uh-huh. You're yawning, you're stretching, but yeah. then you've actually spent a while by yourself just relaxing and like enjoying minutes, your yeah. solitude. Yeah. Okay. I got to check all should, my is, stuff. Is this actually good advice? Like, should we, Maybe. should people have mon- morning solitude? I don't mind solitude? seeing you in the morning though. Yeah. Honestly, if I could do 30 minutes away from all our kids. Oh, fine. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> so, but you know, I, I, I don't know if it's ever going to happen because I feel like I sleep less than you. Yeah. So unless I start sleeping more, you start sleeping less or something like mm-hmm. that. We go to sleep together. Yeah. Which means we don't wake up together. Yeah. But do you think like waking up with me would like cramp your style if we just like woke up and hung out in bed? Or would you be like, um, this is cozy. This is nice. I guess it's hard to say because we don't do it. It's hard to say. Well, I mean, we used to kind of do it. Like you used to come into the bedroom and lay down in bed with me when I woke up. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You would like email me or text me and be like, hey. Come cuddle. Come cuddle. Yeah. And I'd be like, ooh, 10% chance we're fucking. And I'd go up. And it was actually 0% chance. <laughs> it was almost always happened. zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has it ever happened i don't think it has mm, you're not a morning sex i don't like morning sex yeah. i mean we've had morning sex a couple of times mm-hmm. in our marriage but oh yeah sure it's that's happened. it yeah been a while it's been quite but i mean you know we got kids we got four kids oh sure it's yeah, not yeah. very often that you can just they wake up before you it's, it's yeah it's kind of a cock block especially in the morning sex. like afternoons we can be like go watch movie guys and then oh, we should sure. go fuck but in the no, morning if, not so much yeah if you woke up and i came and banged you Mid- yeah midway through i could probably even just still be strapping you down to the bed yeah and they would be like yelling for bagels or something yeah exactly so. <laughs> and then i'd have to go make bagels while you're tied down yeah. and you're just waiting and mm-hmm. we ruin the mood it might yeah so yeah okay well <laughs> for the time no morning being, sex for us no morning sex no so i now that i think about it you're right. This is either that like this is either one of those pieces of advice that's like w- women are irritating. Like men don't actually like their partners yeah. that much. So like give him time before you start on with your lady business, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like talking to him about whatever lady business you got going on. <laughs> but maybe you're right. Maybe it's this whole like don't show him your morning face. Like yeah. do yourself up first. Like I maybe wonder. that's where that comes from. Mhm. Who knows? Maybe it's- I feel like for quite a while in our relationship, I got up before you got up and did my makeup. Yeah, you were really insecure. <laughs> I was. That Which must is- have gone on for like a six months to a year before I stopped doing yeah, my makeup. Yeah, it did. And it was time. kind of funny because you wouldn't go to bed with makeup. Like you'd wash your makeup off. I knew what yeah. you look like without makeup, but then you'd wake up and like run off and, <laughs> and do yourself up so that it would be like as if yeah. I was in, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and women wake up for the full face of makeup. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like that. <laughs> That was my reality. It was, yeah. I'd hop back into bed with you. And to be fair, you were always sleeping in because you worked late. So oh, yeah, yeah. It that worked out for me. Time. Like, I just would get up and do my makeup. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> 
So maybe if that ever happens again, that schedule. Yeah. I'll get some morning sex. Maybe. Full, with full naked. <laughs> you wanna, okay, I think that's all I have for our friend uh, Thomas Horton. Oh, thank God. Do you want to hear some even more old school advice? Oh, great. <laughs> this, is a, this is from some guy named uh, Herman H. Rubin, and his book is titled Sex Harmony and Eugenics. Oh, my. <laughs> so here we go. From 1934. <laughs> this doesn't seem to have any eugenics content right now but i'm sure the rest of the book is terribly horrible okay but this 1934 excerpt says this if the honeymooning couples this is like early sex like you're honeymooning okay if the honeymooning which couple, is what like after you've known each other for two days back then <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> when you when you surveyed you've surveyed your bride's father's plot of land and thought <laughs> this is a ma- family i should marry into <laughs> perhaps the dowry will be <laughs> sufficient yes <laughs> I just picked the the biggest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. <laughs> if the honeymooning couple can afford the expense, so it depends on the dowry, uh, mm-hmm. it would be infinitely better for the man to engage adjoining connecting rooms, mm-hmm. at least for the n- first night or two. Getting ready for bed is a rather embarrassing procedure. <laughs> Separate rooms are so much more romantic and satisfactory. What were they doing before bed back then? Like, what was unattractive? Brushing your teeth? Maybe. Taking a shower? Maybe even the act of undressing. Oh, maybe. Like, maybe they thought it was immodest and, like, you should just show up in a slip or something. I don't know. So strange. But yeah. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of... Yeah. Was it just, like... So, did they fuck did and then they separated look... to sleep? Or did they just separate to it get ready for bed? It sounds like they separate to get ready for bed. Like, have a separate bedroom so you can go up to your, like, wash basin and, like, clean yourself up or something. they just use their bathroom? Well, I, I'm not sure. So strange. Unless... Oh, you can hear each other pee. How oh, wow. Maybe that's Unattractive. It. <laughs> maybe that could be it. I'm trying to think 1934 honeymooning maybe it was like a situation like i don't know but maybe like a lot of hotels might have had like communal bathrooms oh, or like you have maybe. a room but like you have to go down the hall to use the bathroom maybe so the room is where you do all your like your your like preening and yeah grooming. maybe yeah could be but maybe or maybe you're right maybe it's just like don't let them hear you piss because <laughs> that'll ruin it that's so wait, strange wait a few days <laughs> before that happens like you can fuck but don't undress around each other <laughs> yeah before you know it one of you's gonna start talking like a saloon mm-hmm. hound <laughs> nobody wants that uh-uh gross yeah that's for men talking to men only mm-hmm. <laughs> this one i feel like is not really a thing anymore except Okay. I do think some people claim that I have seen the advice that you should have like not separate bedrooms, sometimes separate bedrooms, Mm -hmm. but like separate like living spaces in your home so that you don't spend too much time together, Mm. especially not too much mundane stuff. Like I've seen some people claim that like if you you're basically going to ruin your sex life Mm -hmm. if you see each other do too much like day to day like boring stuff Uh like, oh, you you saw him brush his teeth. Good luck fucking him now. Yeah. Like... (laughs) Or like you're sick around them. Or something. You'll never get it up for them again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is not true. No. I can still get it up for you even though I've seen you sick and you don't even do your makeup before I wake up anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah. Not since the third day of the honeymoon and we started sharing bedrooms. Yeah. You want some more? Yes. This is from Ruth Smithers. 
who wrote a book in 1894 titled Sex Tips for Husbands and Wives. Mm. So here's what Ruth Smithers has to say. Most men are by nature rather perverted. So far, it checks out. Mm -hmm. And and if given half a chance, would engage in quite a variety of the most revolting practices. (laughs) I know you're thinking gaping, but it's not gaping. (laughs) These practices include, among others, performing the normal act in an abnormal position. I don't know what abnormal positions would be. So that would be like having sex in another position, but missionary? Maybe. Maybe it's like the normal act is, is, yeah, missionary. Missionary. Maybe he's like, he makes you bend over like a damn filthy dog and plows you from behind. Yeah. Like some sort of animal. (laughs) 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 No, thank you. But it gets worse, though, because in addition to performing a normal act in abnormal positions, men also might want mouthing of the female body and gross (laughs) and offering their own vile bodies to be mouthed in turn oh my god Uh at least they were equal you know it was like yuck oral sex in general not just yuck licking oh she wasn't just like yeah 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 i appreciate that at least you appreciate (laughs) (laughs) she might have been a prude but she want no sexist <laughs> she was upset by all the perverted things men uh-huh. wanted yeah. so it's it's just penis and pussy sex uh-huh. no oral touching no, no oral and no weird positions no like, weird positions this isn't the porno this is <laughs> i kind of wonder if some of this sex negativity came out of people being gay and not realizing oh. it like do you think that's possible do you think like okay so you're thinking she's giving sex advice for women and but maybe she was a lesbian. Secretly, she wasn't attracted to men. And she was so like, she was yuck. Like, you wouldn't believe the shit men want to do. Uh-huh. Like, they want to have sex with you. Uh-huh. They want their dicks on you. Mm-hmm. They might even want to put it between your titties. Like, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, you're thinking she was just kind of I wonder. Up maybe, maybe. Sometimes I think that happens even now. Like, I think sometimes people are like... Oh no, that's fucking gross. And it's like maybe you're just not actually into that. <laughs> yeah. There are some Reddit forums. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking of things like female dating strategies. Mm-hmm. If that's even still around, I know they've mm-hmm. been like Don't talk about them or they're going to come for us with pitchforks. Let them. I, I ain't scared of redditors. <laughs> I probably should be though. You should be. <laughs> but they have like they have a very like they're opposed to kink. Yeah. And they're opposed to a lot of sex, right? Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of times where they just make it sound like, yeah, you're right. Like, I read their posts and I would think the person writing this is not just like opposed to like bad sex or whatever. Mm -hmm. They sound like they hate sex. Yeah. So maybe they're like asexual and don't realize it. Maybe they're sex repulsed and don't realize it. Maybe they're demisexual. And so the thought of like casually hooking Mm -hmm. up and all that disturbs them. There has to be something else going on. And maybe even in some cases, the fact that they made heterosexual sex sound so terrible might have even been that they were like, Mm -hmm. nah, men are gross. Men are horrible. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to date one. But try not to have sex with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Might have been some kind of, yeah, sexual orientation thing. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't want to go around calling everybody gay, but. No. Some people had to have been. <laughs> sure. Like, oh, like back in the 19th yeah. century. Yeah. That might have been how it came out sometimes. You wonder. It? If you had to like really repress yourself. Yeah. Yeah. She would have been horrified if she had found out about 69ing. <laughs> it's just double yeah. double degeneracy. I wonder when that became a thing or was it a thing back I'm then? I'm sure it was a thing as soon as people realized like, hey, we could do this at the same time. <laughs> Maybe we'll yeah. find out about the history of 69ing for our 69th episode, Ooh, which is yeah. coming up soon. We'll oh. see. 
do you have a way to remind you of when that is? Or are uh, you just paying every attention? Every week I, I see how far along we are. And okay. I tell myself I should probably 69 you soon. We 69 just recently. Yeah, we did this one. It was. All right. Surprisingly. Yeah. Oh, you're warming up to 69-ing. Maybe. <laughs> eh, maybe. <laughs> I know you like to focus, right? So it's like... I got to be in the mood for it. I got to be oh, really yeah. horny for that. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, look look forward to that on the 69th episode of Pillow Talk. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're going to talk about Ann Landers talks to teenagers, that's teenagers with a hyphen, <laughs> about sex oh. from 1963. There's only one little short little quote here okay housework particularly floor scrubbing is not only great for the female figure but it's good for the soul and it will help take the edge off your sexual appetite now i'm here to tell you okay i don't know if this is a lady thing but i'm gonna tell you it's not true in my case Mm -hmm. because the more chores i do the more i end up thinking like "Ah, i could use a good fuck i find it invigorating you know? See, I find the opposite. When I'm you when I've tired. done a lot of cleaning, I'm tired and I'm like, fuck no. And I'm sweaty and I don't want to have sex. Mm. Yeah. So you can clean the house. Oh yeah. And I'll Well, you rest. Rest. You rest reclined yep. in your chaise. Mm-hmm. We'll get you a chaise. Okay. Great. And uh you like <laughs> <laughs> you will you will just rest there, watch not too thrilling movies. Yeah. While I scrub the floors and when mm-hmm. I feel nice and randy. Yep. And you feel nice and relaxed. We'll uh-huh. meet in the middle. Okay. I'll fuck you hard. We'll fuck on the clean floor. We'll fuck on the clean floor. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'll scrub it again for celebration's sake. I'll be like, hell yeah. That now sounds I'm good. Again. Everything invigorates me, I think. I don't think anything tires me out. <laughs> now, I do agree that cleaning the floor definitely is good for your figure. Like, oh, yeah. Cleaning the floor is good exercise. It is good exercise, yeah. actually. Yeah. So I, I believe that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I tell myself that every time I'm scrubbing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to also hear uh, another thing about sex drive? Yes. It's from a vintage, co- I, I don't have a date for this. It's, I just found it mm. and it said it was from a vintage Cosmo article. Okay. Um, it's about sex drive and here you go. That dry shriveled up feeling has never come back. So like this is somebody who conquered her low se- sex drive, her okay. low libido. I was literally starving my sex drive to death and never even knew it. Now my diet is balanced, varied, and includes salad oil. <laughs> so there you go. Well, you if know, your libido is low, get some salad oil. I am. Um, <laughs> I imagine there's probably something to libido and nutritional deficiencies. Oh sure. And probably, so if you weren't yeah. getting enough fat in your diet, then yeah, maybe you're like yeah. not properly lubricated. <laughs> Do you think it's omega threes? Do you think Maybe. the salad oil had omega threes? Probably. She was like, "Oh, I'm finally not mm. omega three deficient." Maybe. Yeah. I want a bone. Yeah. Okay. But you know, it can really fuck up your hormones if you don't eat the right nutrients. So it, mm. that kind of makes sense to me. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like okay. So on these like, I'm gonna bring up Reddit again, but like on these like Reddit forums and and even YouTube videos sometimes by like these like male influencers slash no fap type of people right Mm -hmm. they'll talk about how the healthier you are the less you want to have sex Mm. right like you want to have sex but like you're not so like perverted and horny that you're gonna jerk off all the time (laughs) yeah you're gonna like you're not a degenerate anymore right you're taking care of your body you're working out Mm -hmm. and instead of being this like monster who can't resist his sexual (laughs) appetite you're actually just gonna chill until some woman seduces you because you're all fit and stuff yeah then you're gonna bone Uh uh-huh but you're gonna save it otherwise yeah you don't need to jerk off like a pervert no uh (laughs) i don't find that's the the case for me at all i am Uh if, if that's if there's any truth to that that I am the counterexample. The healthier I get, 
the more sex I want and the hornier I get. I mean, I think that's honestly the truth for most people. Probably. Because your libido goes up when you're healthy. I only am, you feel good. You know what it probably is? And I'm, I'm facing this issue sometimes. The more healthy habits you have, mm-hmm. the less time you have. That's true. To do other things, right? Mm-hmm. So like it cuts into your jerk off time if you're yeah. like lifting weights and that's true. running on a treadmill or whatever. So maybe yeah. that's all it is. Maybe. So yeah. So work out, get your salad oils. Yep. You're going to be a horny lady. You got to get rid of that shriveled up libido in no time. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> Here's one from H.W. Long in his 1919 book, Sane Sex Life and Sane Sex Living. So apparently these are two things. Sane okay. Sex Life, Sane Sex Living. Now this is sane, not same, right? Oh, no, no. It's not like, yeah, no. It's not like, <laughs> it's not women loving women, men no. loving men. This okay. is This is sanity. Okay. <laughs> Now, he, he claimed that applying any kind of lubrication was filthy. That's his word. Ugh. Okay? And he compared it to using lube to this. It's like greasing the mouth to make your food slip down easily. <laughs> <laughs> Which, first off, that doesn't sound wrong. <laughs> no. But it's like lazy instead of you chewing might not, it. Yeah, you might not enjoy the sensation as much, I guess. But like, if yeah. you had trouble fitting food into your mouth, go ahead, go, go ahead and lube it. Yeah. Go ahead and lube it. Uh-huh. I, I had actually come across a few old school sex pieces of advice mm-hmm. that were like just anti-lube, but just like don't don't lubricate. I, I get wrong. I think I get why people argue that. I get the idea of like sometimes men use it as a like inst- instead of doing foreplay and like turning her on, so she's just like, so ah, she's just, just put like, some lube yeah, on it. She's just like, I maybe I need to be warmed up a little. And he's like, yeah. or just Let's get, get some, some KY jelly. So I get it. And I get some women probably have really bad experiences with guys thinking like, oh, we just need lube. We don't, I don't have to go down on you or touch that. you or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it shames women who need lube or who mm-hmm. like lube. And that's yeah, fucking l- ridiculous. Lube is not always essential, but pretty much always better. It right? always like, makes it better. Yeah. I find sex with lube is good. Uh-huh. It's great. I've jerked off without lube aplenty, and it's way better with lube. Yeah. Plus, there are, like, so many reasons why you can't naturally... Some people just don't naturally lubricate. Yeah. Sometimes it's a hormonal problem. I've had that. Sure. Sometimes it's a menopause thing or, like, anxiety. You like, there's a ton of like reasons. even be kind of, dehydrated. Oh, yeah. And you just didn't hydrate properly for uh-huh. a couple of days, but you still want a bone. Yeah. yeah. But, like, still turn her on. But use lube too. Oh sure, again, give it the old college <laughs> try. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So I, yeah, I don't see a problem with using lube. I think I think people treat it like an either or, right? That's yeah. The thing. They think like you either you warm her up or you use lube, and yeah. so if you're not, if you're using lube, you're just I mean, skipping. A that's step. where the stupidity is, though. Unless she wants to, unless she's like in a rush and she's like, "Let's have a quickie, get the lube." Yeah. B- bang me I guess gently. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going to shame people who want to do it that way. No, for sure. If you want to grease your mouth to let it go in, go for it. Let's talk about Dr. William Josephus Robinson. Uh, He wrote a book in 1922 called Married Life and Happiness. And the thing with happiness is you got to have the golden mean. You got to hit the middle, right? Like Mm -hmm. too much of something is bad, too little of something is bad. It's always better when it's like hits the sweet spot. And that's the truth with female sex drive. Mm. So here's what he had to say about the female sex drive. Okay. Just as the vampire sucks the blood of its victims in their sleep while they're alive, so does the woman vampire suck the life and exhaust the vitality of her male partner or victim. It is to be borne in mind that it is particularly older girls, girls between 30 and 50, who are apt to be unreasonable in their demands when they get married. Uh But no age is exempt. 
Sexual vampires may be found among girls of 20 as well as among women of 60 and over. So there you go. Horny, so, horny succubuses, horny female vampires. So what's vampires. a sexual vampire? Somebody who... She wants sex so much and she's so demanding with sex. She oh. just wants dick, dick, dick all the time. And it's like, it's, it's, it's too much. Wow. It's too much. It's draining him of his vitality. Wow. Yeah. So this dude had a low libido. Possibly. And blamed her. <laughs> Maybe he's like, you know... You know, after you fuck and you come, you wouldn't have said that, but you know, after yeah. you fuck and you come and you're like exhausted and tired, uh-huh. that's got to be bad for you. <laughs> Too much of that. And, oof, there goes your... So strange. There goes all your vital energy. But you know, he also had other concerns it's, because... It sounds like naturally women what? are the hornier ones. I've always believed that like, because, okay, I, I've known a lot of guys and been close to them and I've known a lot of women and been close to them as a young man, right? Mm-hmm. In, my, in my teens and 20s. And the observation I've made time and time again is that women didn't like boast or brag about sex as much. They didn't like talk openly about it as much. They mm-hmm. weren't as showy about it. But every woman I knew was like nastier and hornier than the guys. Yeah. Just like secretly. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you got to know them and eventually they'd be like, oh, yeah, I like watching a hentai where these the fairies get tied up and banged by real sized people. <laughs> That's my jam. Mm-hmm. And then. The guys were like, I don't know, I like boobs, I guess, but I prefer playing <laughs> video games. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So no, I, I do I do agree that it seems like women have typically a, a much more, this is an armchair observation if there ever was one, a more, a more like a higher interest in sex mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. It's just like it gets it gets like toned down for all sorts of reasons. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't just, they don't just go up to like the saloon and tell everybody no. about it, but yeah, what you going to do? <laughs> There's another problem, though, because sometimes it's the opposite, because uh, Dr. William Josephus Robinson had this to say, too. Okay. Now, if you're one of those frigid or sexually anesthetic women, don't be in a hurry to inform your husband about it. To the man, it makes no difference in the pleasurableness of the act, whether you're frigid or not, (laughs) unless he knows that you're frigid. And he won't know unless you tell him. Wow. And what he doesn't know won't hurt him. Heed this advice. It has saved thousands of women from trouble. I hate this so much. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know what this sounds like, right? This is the early precursor of just schedule sex if you don't want it. Yep. He won't even know the difference. Mm -hmm. Just hop on the dick and... Look, I'm sorry. If you can't tell the difference whether a woman wants to have sex with you or not... Uh Uh-huh. Oof. There's usually a sign. You got issues. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And you shouldn't want to have sex with someone who doesn't want to have sex. That's not good sex. There's got to be exceptions to this, but I feel like you're right in general. If you can't tell the person you're having sex, if you can't tell if the person you're having sex with mm-hmm. is enjoying it or not, mm-hmm. if you can't tell the difference, mm-hmm. they're not enjoying it. No. Like you're doing something wrong. <laughs> they just never enjoyed it. They've never enjoyed it. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So don't tell your husband if you don't want to fuck him. This is the problem. Just fuck him anyway. When these old advice books say, don't be a dirty saloon girl mm-hmm. in the bed. He has no way of knowing what's on your mind. So he's just like, oh, she's quiet and start fishing like as always. (laughs) I'll just bang her and it'll be over and done with. Mm -hmm. I'll have my fill and I won't be drained by my sexual vampire. (laughs) Do you want one more? Yes. This one is from Evelyn Bourne. And this is a book from 1965, which has a great title too. It's called The Anatomy of a Love Affair, The Guide to Sex for the Girl Who Says Yes. There's an exclamation mark for yes. Okay. Almost as bad as the dirty joke teller is the funny girl. There's there's one in every crowd. She's Uh the girl who's invited to all the parties because she keeps everyone amused. But when all is said and done, who wants to make love to a clown? (laughs) Wow. 
That's because it's so gross. <laughs> I don't know of any woman telling dirt. I, like, maybe this is 1965. was a different yeah, time. Yeah, it was. I don't know of anybody who's ever been like, I was going to bang her, but she has a dirty mouth. So, no. I mean, are you kidding me? I see people on TikTok all the time of old men being like, you don't need to swear. It's really oh, unattractive yeah, yeah, when you yeah. swear. That's true. Old men, yeah. That's kind of like, yeah. yeah. There's a whole contingent. I feel like, I don't know if I've ever seen them connected, but I feel like I associate them with the same guys who will comment on porn videos mm -hmm. to say, love seeing a woman without tattoos. Oh, yeah. Like the ones who are just, they're so really gross. quick to say like, ah, oh, a woman without tattoos, beautiful. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like those are the same guys who are yeah. like, no, no filth coming out of that mouth, please. Be a lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's funny in general to see them being like, oh, no tattoos. That's so unladylike. And they're commenting on like a double anal video or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> please be a lady while you're taking two ticks in your ass. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So men are still just as judgy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true that for every piece of advice that, that seems ridiculous from this list, mm -hmm. there's pretty much always there's a an version. echo yeah. of it going on <laughs> There now. is. It's true. And I don't know how common it is, but it's a lot of people being very vocal about it. So mm -hmm. you hear it pretty regularly. I hear it pretty yeah. regularly, all this kind of stuff. Right down to like these disgusting men wanting to Wanting us to put our mouths on their dicks. Yuck. Like some sort of... Saloon sluts. whore. Saloon whores. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing degrading about giving a blowjob. And if there is, maybe that's part of the fun. I don't know. I've never given one. <laughs> but some people sure do seem to enjoy it. That's true. Yeah. And if you want to see people enjoying all sorts of things, mm -hmm. uh, you should totally get a membership to Adult Time. Yeah. The women there... They Ugh. they often use their saloon talk. They do. They they do. They do all sorts of things a lady should never do. These ladies would make the men who wrote these books fucking die again in their grave. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And hearing the saloon talk out of their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they often are in unnatural positions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's rarely missionary. Oh, quite. It's and they put a lot. They put a lot of emphasis on the mouth mouthing each other's bodies. There's so much of that. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of a blow bang? It's <laughs> a lot of mouthing on that. <laughs> you know, can I actually tell you about a blow bang? I sent you a, a. I don't think you have a chance to watch it yet, but I I watched a something on Adult Time the other day. I watched a pure taboo video. I think it's a couple of years old. Uh huh. It's uh called the deflowering. It sounds like it's you know up your alley. Oh yes, you sent that to and me because I was like, I that sounds it, good. I sent it to you because okay, I think I was looking. I think I saw that it was like a virgin scenario, and I thought that might be your jam, so I checked it out. Uh huh. And it was like a gangbang. Starts with a blow bang, becomes a gangbang. Yeah. And it's like, it's. It, it seems it seemed on the surface like it was going to be super aggressive because mm -hmm. it was like, you know, this guy's in trouble and three dudes, instead of like beating him up or whatever, they're going to like gangbang his girlfriend mm -hmm. who's like a 19 year old virgin or something. Uh -huh. And I was like, that's going to be like some rough, aggressive shit. But in <laughs> instead, it was weirdly respectful. Oh. Given the scenario, mm -hmm. there was a lot of like praise and instruction and just being like, they were treating her like you should treat somebody who's about to get gang banged for the first time. Yeah. You know, just like that tell her what good. to do, be nice to her, rub her pussy a bunch, mm -hmm. get her into it. That sounds hot. It's a bit of a good girl turned bad scenario. Uh -huh. Like she's a very good girl. But then at the end, she's like, I think I'm enjoying the sex thing quite a bit. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. What's it called? It's called the deflowering. The deflowering. Mm -hmm. On adult time. On adult time, specifically on Pure Taboo, which is mm -hmm. a good oh, I site love for them. 
great site for a great great studio if you like anything that's kind of like dubious consent yeah. or just darker stuff. Mm-hmm. The kind of stuff that would really like no lady should enjoy, but do they ever? Do we ever? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. And if you click on the link that we have, it's an affiliate link that actually gives you a discounted price. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to really get a sense of whether you'd like adult time or not, uh, you can use our discount code, which is love Emma, one word, that gets you a free week. Yeah. You and can see if you like it. You can see if you like it. Mm-hmm. And if you like us, you can go to patreon.com slash pillow talk podcast where we release two bonus episodes every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one, like we said earlier, was Porks and Recreation, where we talked yeah. about Porks and Recreation, <laughs> the, the porn video where Ron Swanson has sex with Leslie Nope. Mm-hmm. And it's quite entertaining. It and is. Uh, we had fun talking about it. We did. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so follow us on Twitter, follow Emma on Instagram, or on Just for Fans if you want to see us have sex or see her masturbate, because that's, yeah. that's happening over there. I recently just posted a video of me trying out a new sex toy, and it is the coolest sex toy. You showed it to me. Oh, you, my God. I forget what it's called. It's The line is California Dreaming. It's by yeah. Cal Exotics. I forget which one this is exactly, but it's kind of like a, a vibrator, a rapid vibrator kind uh-huh. of thing. And I was just like, okay, it's a va- rapid vibrator. And you turned it on. Oh, and I yeah. looked, I, it blew my mind because I didn't even I've think I've never it would seen do a that. toy like this. It essentially has like ripples. It like that ripples like, or waves. Along the, the shaft. Along the shaft, That like yeah. dance along the shaft. And I was like, that's an incredibly uh-huh. cool toy. Like I did not expect it to, like I thought it was going to vibrate and you turned it on and it did that. <laughs> and I was like shocked. At one point it made me come so hard that I completely closed my legs. So I'll you use... fucked up the shot a little bit. <laughs> I'll use to use my legs closed and like you yeah. can hear me moaning, but like I could not open them. I, <laughs> I think it's okay. I think it turned out great. I think even yeah. didn't somebody comment that that part was really hot that like you you fucked up the shot because you were like, so into <laughs> yeah it. yeah no it's a, it's a great video. Mm-hmm. So it's a great toy. Uh huh. So that's on that's on just for fans slash yeah. Emma Austin. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, eat your salad oil. Scrub the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat your salad oil so you get horny. Scrub the floor so you're not too horny and turn into a sexual vampire. And don't talk like a fucking slut in bed. <laughs> in fact, don't talk in bed at all. Wow. Be quiet. <laughs> you just turned on every submissive person who listens to this uh, podcast. <laughs> Shut your filthy whore mouth. Don't you fucking make a sound. <laughs> Don't make me spank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back to thinking maybe I could dom a lady. <laughs> oh, there you go. Ladies are fun to dom. I'm going to say that. I, I enjoy doming a lady. Uh, it you, seems you, like could, fun. you could do it. I think you could do it. I could do it. Now I think you're too you're you're very much a switch. I think like if you were in a long term situation, mm-hmm. I think you'd probably want to like go back and forth because yeah. I think you strike. I could be wrong, but you strike me as somebody who like would like to do that once in a while, but yeah. it would get old to do oh, it yeah. all the time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can sometimes take. I won't say a submissive role, but more a more passive role yeah. sometimes during sex, mm-hmm. and it's fine. But like sooner or later, I'm like, yeah. no, I need, I need to, <laughs> I need to wrestle power from you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you agree that I need to wrestle power. Okay. I, we, no, I, I agree that I'll do it once in a while, yeah, yeah. but you know, I mm-hmm. like to be tied up and punished. All right. Well, on, <laughs> okay. On that note, we should probably go. We should go. Before I get aroused on air, mm-hmm. that would be inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Don't yeah. use your saloon talk in here. No. Well, you know, we men have vile thoughts. <laughs> and uh, that I'm going to have a plenty if you mm-hmm. keep uh, keep exciting me. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank okay. you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoy this tour into the misguided world of old school sex advice. Uh-huh. Have uh, a great week. Yeah. Have a great donut day. Put your mouth where it don't belong. Mm-hmm. On a donut, <laughs> on a woman's body, on yeah. a man's body, wherever. Mm-hmm. On your own body if you're flexible enough. I mean, yeah. Stuff your tits in your mouth. Yeah. Put your dick in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not your I'm not your dad. You can do what you want. <laughs> Okay, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I've clearly lost the plot here. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Love you. We love you intensely, deeply, fondly. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> I'll suck on anything if anybody asks. <laughs> suck on this. <laughs> oh, baby, I thought you'd never ask. Focus. Focus, ADHD boy. <laughs> <laughs>